take your position. The show is about to start. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to On Screen, where we discuss all things cinema all the time. Here's your host. The award goes to Joe Burnett, Joe Cuffney, and Jesse Reichenstein. Lights, camera, action. Spooky season. Spooky season. Uh, well, first of all, happy October 1st to everyone. This will be the 7th though, right? Yeah, I was really confused. Well, yeah, but like recording, like, we're recording yeah. on the first. So this is, we can. Yes. Happy can, October 1st to us. To us. Yeah. And uh, this, this episode, we're going to be talking about Donnie Darko. It was as though this plan had been with him all his life, pondered through the seasons. Now, in his 15th year, crystallized with the pain of puberty. So, why'd you move here? My mom had to get a restraining order against my stepdad. He has emotional problems. Oh, I have those too. What kind of emotional problems does your dad have? I met a new friend. Real or imaginary? Your cup, Donnie. Imaginary. I'm going to tell you a little story today about a young man whose life was completely destroyed by these instruments of fear. I haven't seen stuff. Donnie is experiencing what is commonly called a daylight hallucination. I have to obey him. He saved my life. Have you ever seen a portal? Has he ever told you about his friend Frank, the giant bunny rabbit? The what? Every living thing follows along set path, and if you could see your path or channel, then you could see into the future, right? I'm not going to be able to continue this conversation. Don't worry, you got away with it. What is going to happen? I only have a few days left before they catch me. gonna stop you should already know that i'm really curious to hear what you guys think about this because this is like one of my favorite movies and i remember seeing this as a kid and i mean seeing it even now i don't know how i watched this as a kid because it probably didn't even make remotely any more sense than it does now but i do always i've always loved this movie from the first time i watched it and yeah, I just thought it'd be a really good Halloween themed pick because there's obviously some Halloween elements to it and it's just weird and it's so unique. And yeah, so, uh, so what did you guys think about it? I have a lot of thoughts on this movie. And you, um, so, so to clarify, Joe, you've seen this I've, once, right? I've seen this once and okay. I'm pretty sure it was with you. So it was like a yes. long time ago. I remember the day we watched it because it was our, one of our Friday night movie nights and we yep. watched it. And then your dad walked in and we were like, you're like, what are you watching? And we're like, oh, Donnie Darko. <laughs> and your dad was like, where do you get these movies? <laughs> I remember that. Well, here's a question about that. We're at that point, were you at the point where you like to really go down the rabbit hole? pun intended, uh-huh. of uh, 
<laughs> like movies? Yes. Or is no. that more of a recent thing? This well, Joe Cockney. Oh, Joe Cockney. Oh, 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 my, I mean, my he, like, my like, I like to you go love super to deep. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you'll watch a movie and then for seven days, you'll be like thinking about it going down. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, where that's, that that's exactly where I was going to go with this. So, I feel like when I watched it then, like, I, I, I did like that about movies, but this was like way over my head. I remember watching this being like, wow, there is some deeper meaning there, but I have no idea what it is. <laughs> and, but like, I thought, you know, I, I could follow the the simple aspects of the story. And so it was at least entertaining to like watch at the time. I, rem- I remember thinking that and being like, wow, I don't really know how I feel about this, but I didn't hate it. I'm like intrigued by it, but I don't think I fully understood it. I came back this time and I watched it and I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah, I can really sink my teeth into this a little bit more now. And so I, I actually really liked it. Um even now though, I feel like I went through it and like, I, I thought about it like through like different angles as the movie was going on. I was like, wait a minute. Cause, cause I remembered like nothing other than there was right. a weird bunny pretty much was my only memory of the movie. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely got that more. Like I su- I want to sink my teeth into it this time. And you, you can get real deep on this. And I don't, as far as I know, there's not like any one like i think there's like a couple like well accepted theories as to explaining everything but uh there's, there's just so many ways you could think about this and like i think it's a good like it's a good like uh supernatural i don't know if i'd call this like this is like a thriller maybe what would you guys categorize this as like a sci-fi thriller sci-fi thriller like a drama sci-fi thriller it's kind of all those with yeah, horror elements I was thinking about it in in the context of like Halloween and spooky season and like all that. And like the only thing that I could really like pick out other than it just being like a little like sci-fi like ish, but like they had the Halloween party. That's the only thing that I can really pick out of being like, this is Halloween. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I, we'll, we'll get into it, but like I, that's the part I liked coming back around this time is that you could, you could go super deep on this. 100%. 100%. Jesse. 100P. I really want to hear what you, because <laughs> you you were going in blind. You've never seen this before. Yeah, I went in blind. I knew, I, I all I knew was like, you know, obviously there's some funny reference. Uh, I knew it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Knew it was like a cult movie uh, going into. And then I feel like there definitely was somebody, not like a somebody, cult classic, like, not like a cult, like a cult cult, but like a cult. Correct. Classic. Yes. Like a clarify. <laughs> A cult, a cult formed after the movie. Who loves the movie? <laughs> AKA um, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I just remember being like, people definitely when they talked about it were like, "Oh, it's gonna blow your mind." One of those like sixth sense moments. I thought in my head of like, mm. you know, like don't want to ruin the sixth sense for anybody, you know. But you know what I mean. You can ruin it. And- <laughs> they haven't seen it by now. They can. They can get off. I love spoiler <laughs> alerts on like twenty year old movies. Um, but so that was kind of going into it um better than tusk i will just start <laughs> off there you know like all right i rebounded myself ongoing uh bar to compare things to but it it was good i don't love sci-fi movies i think i never really thought about that before but i was watching this and i was like maybe i don't like sci-fi because i almost don't like uh how i don't even i don't know it 
it's like good bad uh i know what you mean i you know what i mean like i get why it's a cult movie yeah. i mean like there's a cult around the movie um but it wasn't like i didn't love it i didn't think it was bad though i just didn't love it um you like jake gyllenhaal in it he was good um but I don't think it's his best work, you know? Whoa. I think oh. this is one of his better movies. Everyone's a critic. Oh, wow. I don't even know what his other movies Although are, I can't but... say that. I love, I love every Jake Gyllenhaal movie. So. <laughs> I was going to say, he's great. If you start asking me to name all of his movies, I, I don't even know what I... I don't know what he's been in. Um, but yeah, so... Interesting. You didn't hate I don't know. Didn't I didn't hate it. it. I all just right. didn't love it. And I like get... I get why, again, people weirdly like it but it also was like hyped up in my head a little more yeah you know I like i went that. into thinking like people because again people who love the movie love the movie like no one taught no one brings this movie up if they don't love it so what you hear is the like this is amazing the ending the twists this is a great you know like a, like great cast for back then yeah you know kind of deal so it's like oh you'll love that uh and see, for me, for me, like, I love this movie, but I don't know. I don't, like, build up, like, the twist or the ending, I feel like. I just think the whole the movie as a whole, it's so interesting and different. I think that's what I like about it. It's just so weird. And there's nothing like, I've never seen a movie like this, you know, since this came out. It I feels like, it, it felt like a countdown, you know, like, like, yeah, may, maybe it doesn't as much the second time you watch it. I mean, but I like completely forgot the first time I watched it pretty much, but like, you know, you get the like date and there's like, okay, 28 days till something, you know, and you're just trying to figure it out as it goes along. And that, I think that alone kept me pretty interested. Um, Cause they, yeah. they kept marching towards some big event, but you didn't know what it was. And then when it happened, you're like, Oh my God, what was that? And mm -hmm. And then you have to like, you know, like it, it, it made me think of like, like, I always think about like, okay, who's like the hero of the story kind of thing. And I initially didn't think it was Donnie, but when, when you look back at how the ending came out, like he for sure is, um, he's almost got like some like godlike tendencies throughout the whole thing. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. There's definitely so many different like themes and there's so many different ways you can talk about this. I feel like, but I guess like, like Jesse, I'm kind of the same way. I don't really like sci-fi movies. I'm not a huge sci-fi person. And I guess to me, there's not so much sci-fi in this where it bothers me, which is good. Cause like, if it was too sci-fi, it was like the perfect amount of sci-fi for me. If it was a little more, I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it. But like, yes, too too much. Like I love the alien movies are good, but like the sci-fi aspect kind of ruins it for me. I, I don't know. There's just, I don't know. There's something about like space. Like I love space, but it has to be done really tastefully. Like I love alien movies, but they gotta be like, like realistic i don't know there's i have a really weird perception of sci-fi because like i love i do like star trek doesn't there's no interest for me there at all like i have no interest in that i i don't mind star wars but i'm not the biggest fan but like i don't know there's something then but you have a film like cloverfield which is you could consider that sci-fi i mean if it's like a monster coming down or whatever and that's i don't know there's different ways you yeah i i think personally i'm kind of the i don't know if it's the opposite but like i don't like I'm all for also I'm all for weird shit being made. It was just one of those things where some weird shit doesn't connect with you, and you're like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. This is just weird shit. I don't like I it. Get that. Uh, but like I, 
I almost don't like that it is just so little of sci-fi because like I either want to be all bought in and I'm just like, we're in a different world. I am now transported rather than this, like we're in reality and there's a little bit of sci-fi. I I don't know. I think maybe that was what it was, but Mm -hmm. also, okay. Random side thing, but why I love cult movies um, cult classics is because at one point when he they're at the uh, in the auditorium and he like asking a question the kid another kid in it I was like oh that kid's from iCarly yep Spencer you know and so I type in and I'm like oh that's it has to be him like but I type in iCar I don't know the guy's name so I type in iCarly Donnie Darko and because it's a cult classic already I have the title you know, like the first thing that pops up is Donnie Darko 2001 and iCarly 2007 to 12 oh my take God. place in the same universe and I will prove it. And I'm like, oh, I love that cult classic. Of course, you know, there's just tons of people who are writing all these like theories and being like, these movies are in the same universe. And this is all these like hidden, like, I don't know, maybe we're getting like Illuminati on it. But it's just like, I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I love cult classics. It made yeah. me, I want like a list of cult classics. I always think of like idiocracy. Mm-hmm. for some reason but like stuff like that i just it was a good reminder of oh this one actor was in this movie yeah let's go crazy on tying them together i didn't read the article yet I but to read it though just saw the title and said i got all that i need i i do love the cast speaking of that i mean you have jake john hall you have jenna malone who's great a lot of their like early work too like drew Bar- i mean obviously not drew barrymore but she's a like she's in it a weird amount like not too much but not too less either and then you have Seth Rogen, his first feature film, which is pretty cool. I, when, when he was like oh. one of the kids who like his, just, yeah, I think he had like one line. His first, his first line in a feature film is, I like your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> is this after, this is after Freaks and Geeks, but not, it's just his first feature, right? I don't know. It's a great, because Freaks it's and after. Geeks is 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is after, but this is his first like feature, feature film. Like yeah. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then actually Tisdale is in it very briefly. Ashley Tisdale. Like, she's like one of the girls, like little girls. She's in it very, very briefly. Oh, she has like a line bizarre. or two. Yeah. And then you have um, Devine Chase, who played, she's Samantha, the little girl, his sister. She played Samara in The Ring. Fun fact. She also uh, was in S Darko, which came out years later, and she was older as like Samantha Darko. There's a sequel. Not great. Wouldn't recommend it. So, <laughs> but is it? Uh, I also, I always thought this movie, for some reason in my head, this movie came out like before we were born. Like, I, I think it's like 2001 ish. Yeah, it is because there's a whole like the release, they had to edit the release because it released October after September 11th. And obviously right. there's a plane crashing and right. they had to like, and their font, out, their original and... font was Arabic and they had to change it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the original font of the on the text was Arabic, so they had to change it because of 9-11. It's pretty crazy. That's interesting. Huh. Hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I always, I, I would have, I mean, I guess it makes sense, like Jake Jim Hall like, could work out the ages in my head, but if you asked me, I'd be like, it's a like, mid-early 90s film. It looks and feels like a mid-90s movie. Yeah, like it feels like it shouldn't be 2001. I mean, technically it was probably shot in like the late 90s, so I can give it that, but and it's I, supposed to take place in like 88. Yeah. Yeah. So it's 
I don't know if anything's intentionally trying to feel slightly older. Right. Probably not. And it's how it shot. <laughs> I do. I mean, the another... guy was really young who did yeah. it, right? He was like yeah, Richard Kelly. I don't know how old he is. Twenties. Definitely younger. Because I know he had a hard time trying to sell the script, which I get. But uh-huh. um, other actors consider for Donnie. I don't know if you guys heard about this or not, but it was um, Don- uh, Mark Wahlberg, Vince Vaughn, Jason Schwartzman, and Tim Robbins. Wow. So those guys were all considered. Let's talk about those alternate universes. <laughs> you know, like if any of those guys. Actually, Vince, Vince, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn's character in Wedding Crashers is actually the guy who tried out for Donnie Darko. Is <laughs> the same universe. Um, I think one of my favorite aspects of this movie is the music. I think for me, like I connect this movie with the soundtrack, like the composition of the soundtrack and like the various artists soundtrack. Like when I ran the DC marathon, I actually like listened to this whole movie because the soundtrack's so good. I like, I don't know what it was. About you mean it. you listen to the whole movie, not the soundtrack. You listen to the whole, the movie. whole movie, the audio of the movie, the entire audio of the movie, which is weird because the very quiet movie. I don't know why, but it was great. It was a great time. But the music is so good. It's so well used. I was going to, I wrote down the soundtrack's great. And the opening Mm. scene with the music is like really good. Echo and the Bunny Man. That's the the band, Mm -hmm. that first song. Another bunny reference. Echo and the Bunny Man. Mm Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about Frank? Of course. Let's talk about Frank. The movie Frank? With the like paper mache head? You don't know what I'm talking about? I'll send it to you after. It was like a few years ago. It's like a really indie movie, but it was Frank. Well, this is also a a really indie movie. So yeah, same universe. Anyways, I'll I'll share the theory after. Let's get into Frank though. All right. So why was he a bunny? Halloween costume. I don't know. None of it makes sense. There's no reason behind anything. (laughs) Um, Did you like think about that at all? I I will say there was definitely a lot of like rabbit imagery throughout the whole thing. Yes. And something I realized this time through was there was a photo of Donnie and his sister when they were younger and he was dressed as a bunny. Mm-hmm. I didn't right I've never noticed that before. And I've seen this movie probably like 15 more more than 15 times. So the other few things that I noticed was that like on on the TV in the classroom, it was a bunny oh, talking about I never noticed that. What was he talking about? He was talking about like coming back to life or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. there was another bunny on one of the books they were reading. Right. So Interesting. Lots, lots of bunny images throughout. I this love thing. the bunny. I think it's a great suit. I think it's a fun, creepy little outfit. Bunnies can be, I mean, like really cute, but then when bunnies are mad oh my and God. like making sounds in their face, like they look terrifying. I mean, like the mask kind of, but. Yeah, I mean, they go from time. real cute to real terrifying <laughs> real quick. Yeah, I think they're a theme in like a lot of horror movies because of that. But yeah, I don't know. I love Frank's really great. I, I do love like, I don't know. There's something about like Patrick Swayze's character that I really like too. And I like his twist. I, I don't know. Like, I think one of my favorite scenes, Jesse, is what you mentioned earlier, like the seminar where they bring um, Jim Cunningham's character into the school and then Donnie, like, you know, calls him out basically and gets kicked out. That's one of my favorite scenes just because, I don't know, I just love their people's reactions in that. And um, it is also interesting because, like, after you, you know, once you realize that Jim Cunningham gets arrested for all this stuff, 
you watch it back and you kind of like see his mannerisms and all this towards like the kids. It's very interesting to like kind of see knowing that, you know, the next time you watch it. Mm -hmm. Joe, do you have theories or answers from the bunny front? I think, well, there's like a ton. I don't think any are right. What's what's your leading? My take on it. (laughs) Yeah, what's yours? That's all that matters. Uh, My take on it. Like, I don't know, like rabbits are in some ways like rodents is the way I've looked like, like, I mean, they're cute rodents, but they are kind of rodents. Um, so like, I always kind of like, cause if you look at what he's doing throughout the, the movie, like he's in some ways like the villain of the movie, but by the end you're like, but he was kind of also like warning Donnie and kind of helping him, you know, write the world really like. Because like when the uh, jet engine crashes, like back on the house, um, that kind of prevents all the bad stuff from happening. So I, I, I think I don't know why that makes him a bunny, <laughs> but like one, yes, the Halloween costume, and two, I, I think it just it's like a representation that makes you think of like, is he good or is he? bad that that's all i took out of it mm-hmm. i don't really have a good theory as to why i was just curious what you guys thought well that's a really good point because i mean for the most part the stuff he does make him do turns out to be good like you know burning down the guy's house that you know shows that he's a pedophile mm-hmm. um, but like you know why would he flood the school was there a reason for that because we should shut down public schools <laughs> <laughs> the deepest meaning in this i I feel like i feel like the public education i don't have like a good reason as to why for that but like if you like most of the adults i feel like in this movie were probably more of the villain than than Mm -hmm. frank even was because like like there was the one teacher who was like you know uh basically like what, what was her thing like she uh, she was essentially which one saying that the books they were teaching in the class were oh, like yeah. is what caused uh, him to destroy the bathroom right. basically um, but like that's all just like really superficial bs and like he actually called her out to her face about that so i i think i think it's kind of and like you know the the parents have their own issues the like uh when I, I don't know i just feel like none of the adults in this in this are actually very good you know what i mean mm-hmm. and donnie's like calling them out even though he's supposedly going crazy and like schizophrenic but yeah i think i think he's actually right in there in that sense i think i think you're totally right but i think the mom is probably the most like because she actually cares about donnie i feel like like the the one quote when he says how does it feel to have like a psycho for a son or something and she says it feels wonderful like that to me means like she actually does care about him even though it's she is like his parents are strange for sure like yeah they don't they were they're really kind of out of their lives a little bit but at least his mom i feel like actually tries and cares but yeah well, I think- it, one of the things that struck me as very odd with the mom in particular is, is when they were talking to donnie's therapist and she was like well yeah whatever you think is best for him kind of thing which like on the one hand is like a really logical thing but Right. It was also just like, I don't know, like that struck me as strange that you just like, cause, cause Donnie had a very, uh, he, he didn't like taking these pills and 
that that were prescribed to him but his, his mom was kind of just like yeah i mean if that's what you gotta do do it right, right. but like I, I don't know that's just that part in particular struck me as odd with the mom yeah i feel that she she i think she was probably just like clueless on what to do and i don't know yeah 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 i think i think you're right i think yeah. she didn't know what to do but it maybe wasn't the best thing for him no. agreed because maybe that enhanced the frank side of him essentially but then again who knows like you know, there was know. actually there was a director's cut of this where the therapist told Donnie that he could stop taking his pills because they were placebo, um, uh, which was never in the the normal cut. But you know, you kind of that kind of leads you to believe that um, he wasn't actually schizophrenic or crazy, like you, you know. So yeah. I mean, I for me in my or maybe he was. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what that tells you, but it tells yeah, you something. Know. In my opinion, I don't think he was. I mean, maybe not fully because like, maybe he was just like, I don't want to say psychic. What is, there's like paranormal, some kind of medium. I feel like there was something like he knew. I don't think he was schizophrenic. I just thought he, he had like a power or some kind of ability that he could like see the future or like time travel. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe he did have schizophrenic tendencies. I don't know much too, I don't know too much about that topic, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, that's the whole thing with this movie is just like, there's so many things that like, it's like, I can start to walk down and like, try and explain it to myself. <laughs> but then I'm like, yeah, well, maybe not though. And right. I don't know. I, you can end up thinking it to death. I feel like I need a, an, a solid week to continue processing all my thoughts on this movie. <laughs> yeah. Cause he was like, I don't know. He did seem off. Like he was definitely a weird character and he was like, I don't know. He wasn't like super strange that I was like, oh, there's something wrong with him, but there's definitely like something a little off. Yeah. But I don't know. He interacted with people just fine for the most part, except for he did have like anger tendencies, you know, towards like Miss Farmer and his mom and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking of his anger, a really random scene, but I, when they were at eating at the table at the beginning <laughs> of the movie, when, uh, also, just sorry, Joe, for editing in the future. Are you going to do this? When he's like, <laughs> well, when he was like, what did he, uh, a suck ass. And then she was like, suck a f-. And he's like, how about you suck a f-? <laughs> And I was just like, I love angsty. Like, for whatever reason, the like teenage at the dinner family table screaming swear words at each other. And the parents are just like. <sighs> like, <laughs> and then Samantha's like, "What's a f- ass?" <laughs> yeah, at the very end. That's and the best part is that they're actually siblings. So Maggie and Jake. Oh, that's Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that's Maggie. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's I. I always love that aspect of it too. It's like they're actually siblings, which is kind of funny. So I Jake just, got the role because his sister was in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> I I thought the dad was so funny. Like he was just so random and like. He didn't really give a shit about anything. He was kind of like, okay, Johnny will be okay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. He was, un- I, I honestly feel like it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of like, I never thought of, about this before, but almost like a weird version of like it or like a Stephen King universe. Cause like the parents in those and Stephen King's stories are usually like terrible and like not really involved in the story at all. And I feel like that's somewhat similar here. Although, I mean, the parents, obviously adults play a lot more of a role in this movie, but um I don't know. It's just interesting how people depict parents sometimes when they're kind of away out of the situation, especially with like a mentally ill person per se. Yeah. I, uh, I'm also so ready for the 
to read up on all the theories of Donnie's real name was Donald J. Darko. Donald J. <laughs> so um, I think we're going to have some like Trump uh, universe theories I'd love There's to read be. up on. There has to be some out there. Right? There Donald J. Darko. I don't know if I even want to go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> that is a great name, though. That is an awesome name. I wonder what his middle name is. I don't think they ever say. It's just so weird, the initial. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I think one of my most ideal movie theater experiences is in this movie. I love that scene, the movie theater scene. When the oh, I thought you meant up. you seeing a movie. No, well, I saw it in theaters, but this, no, their like situation in that movie is exactly what I want. No one's in the theater. You're seeing a horror film on like an older screen. Oh, it's such a great experience. I mean, I don't really, I'm not even a huge fan of the Evil Dead, but I would totally go see Evil Dead at that theater. Is that what the movie was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Fun fact. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I think it's so interesting. But... Evil Dead is Rob Zombie? No. Damn it. Sam Raimi, who did the Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. What, what is Zombies? Rob Zombie? I know, but what is, what am I thinking of? House of Thousand Corpses? Devil's Rejects? No. Devil's Rejects. I'll never. Very different movie. Never get it. Never get yeah. it. So I was like, they're playing a Rob Zombie movie in that theater. <laughs> but I also, uh, some trivia for you. Ooh. Um, oh, you know, the, the little blobs that come out of the people's chests when Donnie's kind of seeing their future. Apparently the director was super high watching football and he saw John Madden drawing the lines from people. And he was like, what if that actually happened? So that's where that I came. That. That's why there was a football game on during the movie. They're, they're watching the uh, oh. Washington. That explains movie. this whole movie, man. <laughs> the director was high watching football and was like, <laughs> actually. Mm, um, oh, yeah. Also, one of Donnie's friends was a, he was an actor from Goosebumps. So that was a little fun fact, a little fun trivia. Like same universe. Fun. Same universe. Yep. It's all, everything's the same universe. <laughs> but did you joe did you have a favorite scene or like a favorite thing that happened um i actually liked the scenes the most where uh frank was there because it meant something was happening uh so i don't know if, if i had to pick one probably that last sequence um at the halloween party probably Oh, it's such a good, it's so well cut together. I feel like that the yeah. portal and like the turning and the music, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Joe, what do you think about how this is kind of like uh, pieced together? Like, I, I feel like at times it feels like a really normal, normal in terms of how they shot it, normal in terms of how they stitched it together. But there was, there was times where they were like cutting fast, like, you know, his eyeball, then like a cloud. And, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like it, it wasn't consistent throughout. I love but, it. But it told the story well, I think. I love it. I, I it there's, didn't bother me at all. I think one of my favorite parts of this movie is like the editing. I think the pacing of it, because like like I said before, there's nothing like this. Like I've never seen anything like this movie to this day. And I, I love watching it because like you're expecting this one story and then it kind of just reverses and goes the complete opposite direction. And you're like, what? And then it goes back to what you were watching before. And then it's like, wait, am I watching the same movie? And then it's like, yeah, and then all kind of pieces together at the end, and you still don't really understand what it is doing, but it's still great. 
because I have, I mean, I still have so many different theories, even after I've seen this movie a million times. So I don't even know. I mean, I think I know, but like, I like to, you know, think about other ways that things could happen or why things like, I love that. Like at the very, in the beginning of the movie, when he's biking home, you can see Frank's car drive by his house, like that red car. It's like, there's all these little things that you can just pick apart from this movie. And it's, it's so fascinating. Now, when they said as to why the bunny's name was Frank, they said that was because it was uh, the girl's dad's name, right? Isn't that what they said? It, her point. It, I think it was just their friend, like one of the guys at the party. That was his name, Frank. And then that was just his name. I don't think there was a reasoning for that, unless you heard something different. I thought I heard that there was, because he was talking to the, the girl and she said that her dad's name was Frank. The, the girl who, who uh, her dad stabbed... Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I didn't catch that. Unless I like literally am making stuff up, but I'm pretty sure. No, that would that. be amazing. That'd be crazy. Well, because they had a couple Franks. They had that, you know, in the seminar, Jim had the Frank, and then they had, um, I feel like there was a couple more Franks somewhere. Yeah. But Interesting. I never made that connection. because I need to go back and double check myself, but I'm pretty sure I heard that. If I, if I had a nickel for every time I said that during this movie, I would... Uh... <laughs> be a millionaire but i i feel like i do i i mean that makes a lot of sense because like that's such a random part of this movie you know why would that have like why i mean i guess it's just a, another storyline but like i guess they don't have to dive into it but like why would that exist you know like what's the point of having her well I, I for for the longest time i thought that she was going to end up getting stabbed <laughs> oh, because yeah. that would be so ironic because that's right. what she was running away from but um especially when she was like she she got she showed up to that halloween party and she was like i can't or my mom's missing or my mom left or something like that um and so i was just like oh like something's gonna happen to her you know what and i mean it did but not the way i thought it would i I thought she was gonna get stabbed not run over yeah that's interesting like why would that even like like why what like why couldn't she just come to the party why did it have to be that and i want to know like there's got to be a reason (laughs) yeah especially because when they came out of the house with the where the two uh like the like jock bully characters um they both were like had knives which is like that's such a strange thing to do like like and as far as i know that doesn't happen that was not my experience people don't walk around with knives and like face in the bathroom the in the bathroom where he holds it up and i was like are you really gonna kill like come on man does this I mean, I yeah, like that would be like a big thing if somebody was like, yeah, like somebody almost stabbed me in the throat in the bathroom God. today. <laughs> I know. Maybe California schools are just, I'm uh, different. Yeah. who knows? <laughs> Wait, but th- this says Donnie's two friends and the boys flee when an oncoming car runs over Gretchen. The driver is Elizabeth's boyfriend, Frank Anderson. Wearing Wait, who's Elizabeth? Rabbit patch. Isn't that a sister? Yeah. Oh. Wearing the same rabbit costume from Donnie's Bitches. And then Donnie shoots him. So I always thought it was her boyfriend. Okay. I and mean, that makes sense. Interesting. Like the more we talk about this, the less I actually understand about this movie. <laughs> so like, was it the boyfriend the whole time? Well, that's my thing. What if, this- per se, here's another theory I'm going to throw at you. If, if you're right, Joe, and Gretchen's dad's name is Frank, right? What if Frank, Elizabeth's boyfriend, is actually her dad who went back in time to, to not kill her mom or attack her that's mom. That's even better. That's even better. 
Yeah. There's a whole, there's this whole thing you can dive into. Man, yeah, I, I always said, also dumb character, grandma death. Sorry. Dumb character. Yeah, she wasn't, she was, it was too, it was too forced. And she had like wrote that book, like, and then there was her and he, she whispered in the, it was just too weird. Yeah. I, I do think if he just found the book somewhere, that would be fine. Like, don't, there doesn't mean this whole backstory. It doesn't need to, like, there yeah. was really no reason for her in there. I mean, I do like the fact that she was a teacher. I think that was kind of cool, but like, I don't know. Why, why is she, how she is now? Like what, what happened? I want to see grandma death movie. <laughs> the origin stories. Also, wait, isn't there a, didn't, didn't I see that he, uh, there's a sequel in progress? No, there isn't S Darko. There is a sequel. No, no, but it, in 2021, he there's announced no that no work on a sequel is in progress. No way. That's what I'm seeing, man. Hold on, I'm looking this up because I am. Yeah, it was adapted into a stage and a sequel, as Dark in 20... oh, 2009, but in 2021, he announced that work on a new sequel is in progress. I'm going to lose my mind if there's a sequel to this because. Breaking I news. Know. I didn't think I'd be breaking this news on here. Yeah, I mean, I look at a lot of movie sites. What the heck? <laughs> well, this is, uh, I saw this on Wikipedia and there's no footnotes. So. All right. Don't know what to tell you, but it wasn't me who changed it. <laughs> You guys want to get into oh wait locations real quick i'm talking about locations yeah so locations it's california we have a few in the app let me read them off long beach uh santa monica and just la the movie theater we have in the app we have donnie darko's house we have jim cunningham's house and we have the high school fun fact about the high school is that it was the same high school used as saint francis in coach carter oh. i've been to the, i went to the school and the movie theater um, when I was in LA or California, but, um, so I've only been to those two locations from the movie. So I have to hit the other ones, but what school is it in LA? Do you know? It is, let me pull it up here. It's loading, 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 loading. I'm going to pull this up. Okay. All right. It is called Loyola High School. Loyola. Yep. All right. There you go. Right. We have those. And yeah, so if you're on this, check them out. They're pretty cool. Their movie theater is pretty sweet. It's actually a movie theater. So they actually show movies there and we'd love to go there one day. Um, cool. Let's go into ratings. I can start. I start this yeah. one. Uh, like I said, this is one of my favorites. I'm wearing my shirt courteous of studio house designs you should sponsor us studio house designs <laughs> pretty cool uh, i love we're gonna love... bleep that name out until they pay up <laughs> you guys can <laughs> hear what, how to get that cool shirt <laughs> uh yeah this is great i love i love the story i love the music i love jake john i love all the actors in this movie it's very up my alley it's very different unique it's just weird, which I love, which I love about it. Like this guy went for it. He just did it and it was successful, I believe, because there's so many people who like it. And I, I don't like that. It's such a, people are like, oh, you like Diane Darko? Of course you do. Cause you went to film school. I'm like, no, I don't like it just because I went to film school. Like I liked it before I went to film. I went, I liked it when we were in like high school, like early you high school. Liked yeah, it. Like it was cool before it was cool, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You liked it, so you went to film school. Yes. Well, I'll go with that one. I'll go with that one. But yeah, I think for me, this is, yeah, this is almost a perfect movie. So I'm going to go, this is a 9.5. Smurfs. Wow. For me. So yeah, that's that's my review. Um, For me, like I, it's like I said, like I, I only really remembered the, the, about really frank and then but watching it this time i did like that i could sink my teeth into it a little more i'm still like i still just have so many questions like i feel like usually when i watch a movie like this there is more not necessarily a lot like complete resolution but more resolution than is on this one so like on the one hand that's good because i'm just going to be thinking about this for like the next week (laughs) but uh on the other hand like it would be kind of nice if there was like a legit, like, yes, full resolution. And there's like a little, just a, a little bit of clarity. I think I would have liked a little more clarity on yeah. the actual ending. Um, but I did like it. So I'm, I'm going to go with an eight, seven, uh, Franks. Yeah. It's a lot of Franks. Frank's hot dogs. Frank's hot dogs. <laughs> Red hots. I do. I think cutting in there. I, uh, the last like sequence is one of my favorite like sequences to end a movie. I think it's so cool just to see everyone's like, you know, reaction to where they are and kind of like in the moment of when Donnie's about to, you know, die essentially. I think mm-hmm. it's so cool. Cause then you have like Frank who like kind of touches his eye and like, that's why I feel like he, he knew somehow. Cause like, why would he, do- I don't know. It, it could have just been like the shot design, but like, I feel like he like reached up to touch his eye. I don't know. There's something. That's the thing. I think you, I think there's so much you could dig into here, and like you could speculate on everything and never actually know. Right. <laughs> I really got to talk to the director because yeah, uh, like yeah, I feel like he's probably the only he one probably doesn't actually. even know. Yeah. I, I read that. He's like, I was high watching football when I wrote this, <laughs> yeah. dude. I don't know what's going on. I read on IMDb though that Jake Gyllenhaal and Seth Rogen like at the rap party they still had no idea what the movie's about. <laughs> so, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> the, uh, I, I do think, though, that at the end, that definitely was, like, everyone had a sense of what had happened, what would have happened, however you want to phrase that. You know, like, with the weird waving, how it very ended, too. So, like, that other... sorry, I'm cutting in. Just, uh, yeah. Like, Sharita, like, what was her role? Like, she they treated her so poorly first of all but second of all she i don't know she had she like listened in when you know the teacher was talking to donnie about like time travel and she had just this weird she was like in love with donnie i don't know maybe it was just like a weird side character but i don't know there was just something strange about everything but it fit the vibe i I also read that which i didn't i've never known this before because i had to look it up this time the dude in the red jumpsuit who kept randomly appearing and like the random girl at the Sparkle Motion talent show when she was like kind of in the front a little bit. Those two people are apparently like uh, agents from like the plane crash, like just checking up on the kids. Like making like they were just like, I don't know, they were like following the kids. I don't know. Well, I see, I, I I didn't get a I'm not I have no idea if this is actually true, but the way I took that was I saw these agents and I was like, do they somehow know about these like wormhole, like time travel, like right you know, whatever else is going, whatever that was. Um, and I was like, like, that was another thing that made me think like all the adults in, in this are all just like corrupt, evil people. Um, yeah. Because like, 
why were they there? What were they doing? Like they're trying to keep what from happening? I, I don't know. Right. Um, but yeah, like the men in black, the like yeah, forget yeah. everything. Because they would they told the dad, you know, don't tell anybody what happened, and they didn't really right. know they, what happened. But they, I think that's yeah. why the agents were following them around to make sure nothing was going on, and they were talking to people. I don't know. A lot of weird stuff going on. I like yeah, that it, theory the most. Like parallel universes, and then some that's what I think secret space force that like there was a crossover, and then they had to like appear to be like, we got to make sure no one knows of this crossover. But how did they know? And why do they know? Because they're like, got it, whatever. Uh, Ugh, and they killed no. Donnie. They killed Donnie. They did that. They killed Donnie. Uh, <laughs> um, my rating, um, this is basically a dumb movie for film school kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, not that. But <laughs> I, tell you. <laughs> I think along the line. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's fine. I don't even believe you went to film school. You didn't watch Ratatouille, so I mean, <laughs> let's come on. Let's talk about or Bowfinger. This is crazy. Um, I'm gonna go. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. Again, it was too weird. It not even weird doesn't do it right. It felt weird for the sake of being weird to me, but that maybe made me just not getting any of it. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm going mm. Mm. There's a lot of go. I, I know, man. It's that at the end, you know, with those decimals, you're like, how far do I go out with the decimal? Where are we? You know, you get the range, but we'll go six, eight, uh, suck asses. <laughs> and... I love that. All right, six eight, not bad. Yeah. I always consider everything above a five it's solid. Yeah, it's out. You, I mean, and it's worth watching to see if you are in the Donnie Darko cult. True, and I'm just not. But it's worth finding out if you are. Well, I'm glad we were able to show you the movie, and I'm just glad you watched it. I'm just cool. kidding. I didn't watch it. <laughs> I'd be so mad. <laughs> like I actually didn't watch it. <laughs> Well, that's why, like, I, I feel like you, like, so much of this conversation has been like, yeah, they did that. And that the other, like, it's all just very generic speak. Like they did something else. And I don't even know what that meant. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I watched it, but did I okay watch it? enough to follow? <laughs> but that is true. I'm thinking now if you, well, maybe, you know, watch the movie before it still might not make sense, but yeah, it, it is just like a very confusing movie, but it's, I, I still liked it though. That's the thing, you know, but yeah. Oh yeah. It, I don't know. It's just so weird. Like, I don't know. There's a spurt and style. I, I think the weirdness and the confusion is why I like it, but it's yeah. really hard to explain why, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the same, it, like the other way of like being like, I don't know why I didn't love it, but it just, I don't even know how to describe either way. Like, yeah. But I yeah. do, I mean, part of me, it makes me mad, but I'm like, after going through all these hypotheticals and things, it's like, there's part of me that's like, I mean, you kind of do want to watch it again just to be like, I can, right. I probably missed some stuff. Like I can put more stuff together. Spoiler, you're never going to put enough together though, but you'll <laughs> watch it a thousand times. Yeah, exactly. I know you were like, you started this being like, I saw this 15 times and like three times through this podcast, you were like, what? Who's that? <laughs> that's what this movie does to you, man. 
yeah. but I feel like it's like a good like you watch this is a movie where you watch it and if it resonates with you great if it doesn't it doesn't so I don't think you can like grow into liking it I feel like yeah I feel like you're gonna like it or you're not gonna like it really yeah it's true <laughs> but or you go to art school and you'll grow into liking it no I've always liked it I just <laughs> I just want to see random comments of people being like oh you only like this this is such an art school <laughs> So it's like a weird, I don't know if it's supposed to be a diss. It's very strange. She, another ambiguous thing. Is that supposed to be a diss? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I love it either way. This kind of reminds me of like, you know how people talk about kind of like, well, I mean a paranormal note, but like glitches and like all this other stuff that people like experience. I feel like this is just a movie based on that. Like, it's like, oh, this person had a weird experience. Let's elaborate and see uh, what happens. Yeah, I think I read that the it's he had the idea of like the engine falling into a house or so like and that was the first idea and then they were like oh let's build the movie around it but like that that's like all the idea was at first was like he had this idea and image of like a jet engine falling through a house it, it's kind of like, like that's this, it's like it read this movie story of a plane crash <laughs> if they started it with based on a true story. I would have lost my mind. So good. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, do you guys want to talk about some movie news? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. I do think, I, I think I found, he talked to SFX Magazine okay. and basically said he's working on, because he had nothing to do with S. Darko. He wasn't yeah, involved. Terrible. terrible. So he, uh, he mentioned, he said, there's a scene in the film where you see Donnie lying in bed and he's playing with a Rubik's Cube. And he looks over at a calendar and the days are ticking by. Yeah. I've been, I've kind of been with my own Rubik's Cube trying to solve the puzzle. I'm very excited about what the future could hold and that there could be a much bigger, much more exciting story, which could be told in this world. So we'll see. And so I don't know. I think it's basically him saying and confirming that like I'm working on a sequel, but it's not like a movie's been greenlit or something. Part of me wants it and part of me doesn't at the same time. This is exactly like how I feel about Joker. Like, perfect movie, doesn't need a sequel, but do I want to see more? Yes. That's a tough spot when you have like a cult classic movie to like risk the making another one. Oh, dude, I know. I know. And especially because this is from 2001. It's not like it's new. It's not like it came out a couple years ago. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of hardcore fans of like this movie. If like, you got to be careful what you're doing with this movie. Yeah. You got to tread lightly. Yeah, I even thought going into this, you know, it's like tread lightly when you diss this movie, man. No, I'll give it to him. I mean, I love this movie, but you can say whatever the hell you want. I don't care. <laughs> There's a lot of people who like this, man. There's a lot of kids in art school, right? I've <laughs> never seen it until they went to art school. <laughs> All right. So movie news. Um, I mean, it's October, so we've got a lot of cool things coming out. I mean, I'm going to say this until it comes out as Halloween Kills. They released a couple more trailers mm-hmm. and uh, you know teasers, but I don't, I'm going to refrain. I haven't watched any of them. I'm going to stay out of it because the first trailer did enough for me. Um, we got Venom 2 that's coming out this month. And I know I haven't seen the first one, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have anything to say about that one. Not super pumped. Not super. I, I do want to watch them, but like I just have no motivation. I'd rather watch a random indie horror film on Shudder. Well, here's okay with Venom. 
this spider-man 3 had venom in it right okay that's the venom. Yeah, so that's the venom, venom in it is the venom movie better because i hated venom in that movie he just was a dumb i don't know it's dumb okay joe that's a great question so i haven't seen it so joe you love spider-man 3 but get like be like in our shoes for this yeah so in that movie i didn't i thought they underutilized venom that like i to me like venom is probably one of the cooler villains that Mm spider-man has and that's that's why i like venom but they like he was barely in that movie i felt like and I, I just appreciated how they tried to weave everything together in Spider-Man 3. That's the thing I like about it. Hmm. The Venom movie, I think, does, I mean, obviously it focuses way more on Venom, but I, thought <laughs> it was a, I just didn't think it was a particularly well done movie. Hmm. It, it almost felt like it was just trying to set up this movie because like one of the uh, characters that's just like Venom is Carnage, which is in this movie, um, which should be cool. If it's anything like the last one, though, it probably won't be. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still gonna watch it, and I'm gonna hope that it's cool. Well, how is the character though? Like the character of Venom? Like how is they how they, they, they took an approach on it much more like, uh, like like a like almost like you have to get inside of Eddie Brock's head, like where uh, you know you have it's almost like a, like a Gollum complex where you have okay. like two personalities in your brain and you're just talking back and forth. Gotcha. Um, which I think is a easier way to tell that story than just like uh like alien like symbiote takes over human and goes right. and does some bad stuff like that that's a far less interesting way to tell the story i feel like okay. but but yeah like i'm hoping it's gonna be good we'll see all right all right all right i add that to the list of movies i want to make uh is <laughs> like you put me in charge of like a marvel movie you know, like a or like Venom, and I Venom's like the not Spider-Man in the movie, movie. <laughs> but he's not in the movie. He like maybe is like a side, like in one scene he like kind of pops in sure. for a second, but like that's yeah. And then it, and they're like, wait, what? Isn't he coming back two hours later? Two maybe we'll make it three just for fun. Long movie credits. Yeah, we'll make it long. <laughs> but I did, and Joe uh, saw this earlier, but a horror movie where the killer is wearing flip flops. Oh yeah. I'm I'm down to make that. Yeah, I sent Jesse this thing earlier yeah. where there someone posted a meme of like this killer like wearing flip flops, so you just hear them walking <laughs> around the whole movie. Too. <laughs> that would be hysterical. Any new movie news for you, Jesse or Joe? I guess mm. or anything. You guys are watching anything or gotta get. I was gonna mention movie. the Venom thing, so oh well, sorry. Maybe do it, but. Uh, <laughs> Other than that, not really. Um, All right. Cool. Football season, so I've been watching football. Yes, 100%. Have you either you've been watching uh, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu? Never heard of it. A little spooky. All right. It's Selena Gomez. Oh, I've seen the posters. And Steve Martin and Martin Short. And it's this like true crime. They're making a true crime podcast of this murder that happened in their building oh 2021 yeah it's 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 interesting i love martin short and steve martin and selena gomez is actually really good in it okay uh and it's like interesting and funny it's i don't think it's going to be like amazing you know like i don't think in a couple years anyone's going to remember it really um but it's it's fun and if you like like true crime podcast like it's topical 
yeah. as in it's probably funny to watch now it will probably lose you know some of its worth going forward but um all right oh i do have some other like location news um i posted this on instagram there's a couple well so i I don't know if i brought this up but the buffalo bills house is officially open you can book your stay so that's pretty exciting um you can do like tours you can get merch there's all this other cool stuff what were you gonna say something jesse i send you guys uh what house was it that's up for sale the conjuring house the, the conjuring house the real parent the real conjuring house like the real life one uh that the movie is based on is for sale so two a couple bought it a couple years ago and they actually had you could reserve a night there you could stay the night and i don't know why they left i'm not sure because they were super into the movie and stuff and, and they the i mean well okay one i think they're trying to make some cash because for sure, 100%. one real estate market's hot they bought it for like four hundred and forty thousand, and they listed like a couple three years ago, and they listed for one at point five, I think million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they also were like, I think really playing to. They were like, well, we're leaving because yeah, uh, there's been a lot of like supernatural things happening in the house and doors closing and stuff. So we want to leave. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they know what they're doing. For they sure. know what they're doing. I mean, I really hope that that person who buys it does the same Just thing. Like, I, I want to stay there. I want to stay a night there. I think it'd be so fascinating. Um. So that's up for sale. I think it's still for sale. No one's bought it yet. James Wan, you should get on that. Because I know you would be crazy to stay there. I know. Like, even just like the eerie, like even if nothing happens, like it, you just still all the crap that went down there is insane. Um, you didn't want to stay in the Adams family house last week. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> this one's at least probably clean. <laughs> Everyone knows the conjuring, everything's nice and clean. Um, and then Airbnb is teaming up with Paramount. And they're doing a three-day stay. You can—it's like a one-night stay, but it's over a weekend at Stu Mocker's house from Scream, featuring David Arquette, who will be doing like a—he'll host the event. And you're gonna watch all the Scream movies on VHS. You get to get a tour of the house. There's like knife marks in the in like the floor and the walls from the movie. Um, it's like the pivotal you know it's the end house at the end of the movie that's like where the big party happens and scream so you can stay there five dollars five dollars five dollars i think it's like first come first serve i think it's like whoever uh located in tamales california i think um it comes out october 12th is when you can start booking i believe it's the 24th through the 20s i can't remember the exact dates but it's like mid mid october so that would be super cool and because yeah. five comes out in January. So I think they're just prepping for that. Cool. Oh, wow. So that's Sounds pretty cool. cool. I would, I would know. I wish I could go. I'm really, that would be such a cool event. And David Arquette's going to be there. Like, oh, I want to meet, I want to meet Deputy Dewey. Deputy Dewey. Uh, have either of you guys seen uh, or heard anything about Squid Games on Netflix? The hot new show. It's like, it's a South Korean show. It's it's like Parasite meets Hunger Games. And that sounds it looks to me. It's really interesting. I've only like watched the trailer because I saw it's like this new, you know, it's like the number one thing on Netflix right now. And it's it's bizarre, but it's like it it's really cool. Like it looks the aesthetics are really cool because it's like South Korean. Um yeah. But the premise is kind of like all these people who are in tons of debt. Interesting. I'd somehow get into this like, you know, kind of Hunger Games scenario. 
Okay. And they have to like compete. And these like, there's like the VIPs who are like the kind of those top people in the Hunger Games ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they basically, it's, it's horror for sure. They kill people who don't okay. like all the games are basically murdering each other more or less. Okay. Um, and then the winner, you know, wins like a ton of money or something. And oh. obviously, but it's, I mean, watch the trailer. This doesn't do it justice, but it's like, it's actually super interesting. All right. And also I did watch the trailer. I watched the first time was it's in Korean and there was English subtitles. And then I played the trailer on Netflix and it was all dubbed English. And it was so weird. Another uh, so, Netflix. Come on. Well, I you probably can change it, you know. So maybe make sure dubbing I might auto be on on Netflix. So maybe don't, but it's dubbing it's is the really worst. It's probably one of the worst things ever invented, in my opinion. I hate it's funny. Dubbing. It's funny. I love. But it's yeah. dumb. <laughs> it is really annoying. When would you rather watch stuff. a movie with dubbed English subtitles where the voices don't match the mouth, or would you just rather watch it with subtitles with their real voice? <laughs> I'm I'm <laughs> team subtitles with real voice. Yeah, and you get the genuine reaction and the genuine voice. Ah, oh, just such a oh my gosh. Maybe you're blind. I don't know. Well, the one the one case I can maybe for dubbing. I guess. <laughs> Even blind people are like, just don't play the movie. Just don't do it. No. You that could reminds- close your eyes the whole movie. Yeah. That may be good. The true. dubbed, but the people who dub, it's They're never good. good voice actors. That's what I'm saying. They're terrible. It's <laughs> like when you buy an audio book and then it's like a really bad person narrating it. And you're like, I can't listen oh. to this. Or it's like a podcast. Like if you don't like someone's voice, like uh, this is happening to me where I've like tried to start podcasts and I don't like the voice of someone. I'm like, I can't do it. You just can't do it. So, yeah ironic on a podcast right now ironic right and i hate listening to my voice so look at that what yeah i know it's like well hopefully hopefully, hopefully we're it's not, not happening people. now but yeah but like malcolm gladwell i everyone loves him because he his he's got a good storytelling voice yeah so like his podcast for sure maybe we just gotta work on that Let's let's work on that. Let's all change our voices over like the course of the next year slowly. We will change, but like, yeah, become like trailer voiceover people on this episode of on screen. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool, actually. I'm bad at it. I'm trying to work on it. I will say, my interview this past week, I feel like podcasting really actually helped me with my interview because I like thought about what I was gonna say and I actually paced myself a little more. So. Oh, great. Yeah. I feel the opposite. I think I'm all over the place <laughs> in the podcast, and I think I'm becoming more all over the place when I talk to people outside of it, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, and this. And then I'm... sometimes when I listen to parts of the podcast back, I'm like, oh my God, I am all over the place. And I think that I'm like, yeah, I, I still do that. We all are more in everyday life now, too. So, hey, we're only getting better. It's now. good. It's balancing out. Yeah. We're only at 30 better. Episodes, so, pretty crazy i know 50s coming up that's nuts crazy uh, is that a wrap you guys want to wrap it up anything else i think that's it spooky season episode two yeah i can't wait to see what uh what you pick now well, i got it ready well you can tell us on the docket in five four <laughs> three two one <laughs>